I believe a healthy mind creates a healthy life. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, the creator of the Healthy Hustlers podcast and mama who is obsessed with self-development and personal growth. After several years of climbing the never-ending corporate ladder, I waved goodbye to a job title and salary I once thought defined my success and embarked on a life full of good health, wholesome conversations, nourishing relationships and a career that fueled my soul. With an aim to help positively change the way you think one healthy conversation at a time, during these solo episodes, I'll share stories, insights, and practical tips and tools that I hope inspire you to shine bright through positive thinking, gratitude, manifestation, spirituality, and powerful mindset practices. If you want to remove limiting beliefs, have the confidence to embrace fear, and know that you are wildly capable of achieving your wildest dreams, then buckle up because you are in exactly the right place. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you would have heard me speak to and about the queen of organization, Steph Pays. Well, Steph has done it again and recently launched her new journal, Write It Out Journal, which I know you will absolutely love. It focuses on journaling, mindfulness, and meditation, and this beautiful journal will help you set daily intentions and form healthy daily practices that will allow you to show up as your best self. Get your copy of Steph Pays' new Write It Out journal today. Hello, and welcome back to my solo episodes. Um, Hopefully, I'm welcoming you back anyway, but if this is your first time here, welcome. I'm really excited that you're here for this episode. Today, I wanted to bring you a little episode about some easy healthy habits that I really believe will serve you in a really positive way. And the reason why is because I have just came out of Melbourne lockdown, which felt like the millionth lockdown, but it was, it was actually the fourth lockdown that we have been through. And what it actually made me realize was that these healthy habits that have been long-term in my life and are now actually daily habits have actually really helped to keep me on track in a positive mind frame and in quite good spirits throughout this lockdown. And I feel like when I compared it to the very first lockdown we went into compared to this one, I've had a lot of people say to me that they found this one to be the hardest. And I think because we've already been through so much, but what I actually found was that I was overall probably able to keep a lot more positive mindset than I was first time around. And I truly believe it is because of these habits. So that's why I want to share them with you today. I really do believe that the small actions we do each and every day have such a profound impact on our life. And I also think that they're, in a way, they're really beautiful confidence builders because we start to see progress and these things almost become such effortless habits and they're so entwined in our day. We're actually able to start realizing our own growth as humans, which is such a beautiful thing to be able to witness and to be, like I said, more confident about yourself and about the healthy change that you've made. So to set the tone for this episode, I'm going to start with a quote, surprise, surprise. Um, But I really like this quote. And yeah, like I said, I just, I really hope it sets the tone for a healthy episode and to show you the power in your own healthy habits. So the quote is, you'll never change your life unless you change something you do daily. The secret to your success is found in your daily routine. 
So I guess I thought I would start this episode by giving a little insight into how I have personally made long-lasting, sustainable, healthy change in my life. Because let me tell you, I have not always been a healthy hustler. Hustler, yes, but definitely not healthy. But I do want to say that I did, however, grow up in a very healthy, wholesome household when it came to food. So my dad is an amazing cook and I guess he was always really passionate about food. And my mum was at the time what I would have called very strict. Now I just think she's a genius. (laughs) But I guess growing up, we were never really allowed bad food. And I put that in quotation marks because I'm uh, air quotation marks, because I guess for, you know, when I'm referring to bad food or naughty food, it's more food that isn't nourishing or for your body. So I now call bad food, good for the soul food, because I still love it. I love having, you know, fish and chips and chocolate and all of that stuff, but it's all in moderation for me. And it's good for my soul because it makes me feel nice at the time, but it's not necessarily good for my health. (laughs) So when I say that we weren't allowed to have these things, it was just, we had them at times, you know, we would have fish and chips every Friday as a bit of a family celebration, which I loved, but we would never allow things like twisties or soft drinks or that, you know, growing up, I actually thought that soda water was lemonade. So I guess having that upbringing did build a really um, beautiful foundation for me to fall back on when it did come to my health and well-being. But I went through many, many years of being incredibly unhealthy. Um, you know, in year 12, my bestie Joe and I would get the like greasiest like most oil saturated hot potato cakes for lunch every day because they were only $2 and they'd keep us full. Um, And then when we moved out of home together and we're at uni at 18, we're living a true uni life where, you know, pasta and grated cheese for dinner or chicken two minute noodles was a regular. And then in my early years of uni, I literally lived for partying and naughty food. So, you know, I did form some pretty bad habits around food and how I would fuel my body. And it was about being cheap and usually nasty. However, when I got to my corporate career, my life, you know, in the corporate world, and I was really constantly experiencing a lot of burnout, as you would have heard me speak about a lot on here. And it was during that time that I really stopped to take note of other people who were at the top of their game. And I really tried to take notice of how they're able to perform at their best. And one of the first healthy habits that really came to mind, surprise, surprise, was that they nourish their bodies really well. Aside from the nourishing their bodies, which was obviously the first healthy step that I could take because it was such an easy go-to for me because I did have that foundation. So that's why I want to preface that because I know healthy eating isn't necessarily a natural thing for everyone or some people have not been brought up that way. And so you actually have got a lot to break through for that to become a habit. So I do just want to say that, yeah, I did have that foundation. So me going back to eating nourishing and healthy felt quite natural to me. But the other things that I really noticed that these people were doing was they were always prioritizing rest. They were practicing self-care. They were so committed to having a positive mindset and to personal growth and also creating really beautiful and clear boundaries in their life. So I really started to change my ways. And what I've learned over that journey is slow and steady wins the race every single time. 
If you try to make these massive drastic changes overnight or, you know, I'm going to go on a health kick Monday and I'm going to go to the gym every day and I'm only going to eat healthy and I'm not going to eat this and I'm going to do that. Like you actually overwhelm yourself so much that you end up feeling like you've failed before you've even been able to make something a habit. So personally, my advice is to implement things and make them a habit. And once they've become a habit, then you can move on to the next thing. Like for me, those habits have been, or implementing things have been slow. You know, I know I've spoken about choosing mostly organic. Like that was a really slow process to get from being maybe 5% organic to probably 95% organic. Like that took month, like probably eight to 12 months for that habit to actually be something that like stuck. Going to always choosing filtered water, like there's all these things that add little tiny habits, the tiny changes. And I've just waited until I've kept doing them until they're an absolute like normal thing in my life to then move on to the next thing. So today I really wanted to one, just remind you that yeah, slow and steady is the right thing. Like don't try to make this drastic change and then feel like you're failing because you're just letting yourself down, you know, doing these things one by one and implementing them and and being able to feel how they make you feel, you know, wreaking the rewards of them is so important as well because it gives you that bit of confidence, like, you know, to look back on. So today I want to share three, what I believe are three easy habits that you can inject in your life, which I believe will have a really profound impact on both your health and your mindset. So the three that I've chosen are my three non-negotiables. And I say that because these now are three things that allow me to show up as my best, as best, as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner. And then any healthy habit on top of this is almost feels like an added bonus. You know, it's almost just contributing to my health and well-being goals and my positive mindset. We'll be right back after this healthy break. If you're wanting to make positive, long-lasting change in your life, then you need to get your hands on Steph Pays' new journal, Write It Out Journal. This is a perfect journal to write it out and Steph has created it after seeing the difference that being present, grateful and intentional has made on her life and I can totally vouch for these practices. In the journal, you'll find guidance on journaling, mindfulness, meditation, reflection and stretching and Steph has so beautifully and thoughtfully designed this journal as a place where you can write out your worries and organize your thoughts so you can show up as your best self. This beautiful journal includes an introduction to journaling, an area for self-discovery and reflection, which I personally found so powerful, some morning stretches and guidance on mindfulness and meditation. There's six months worth of daily mindfulness prompts and over 60 journaling prompts to guide you on your free journaling writing practice. I believe the secret in creating the life of your dreams is hidden in your daily rituals. So make yours powerful and meaningful with Steph's new Write It Out journal. Get 15% off when you use the code HEALTHYHUSTLERS at the checkout. You can simply click the link in the show notes after this episode. And when you use the code HEALTHYHUSTLERS, your journal will only be $42.45. That is so cheap. Investing in yourself is the best investment you can make. So grab your copy of Steph's journal today. So number one is to get 
organised. Now, you've probably heard me chat about this a bit this year on the podcast because it's been a really big focus for me in 2021. And that's why I did the Dear Future Self series, because I believed a lot of those tools were things that I was really trying to implement into my life to show up as the best version of me. And so being organized is a game changer. So when I was working in corporate full time, I found it so powerful to be organized. So I was so disciplined in having things organized the night before because I had to leave the house at quarter past seven in the morning. So for me to be actually able to do that, I had to make most of my decisions and get organized the night before. So you would have heard in the podcast, um, both Steph Pays, just another mummy blog, and um, Georgie Stevenson talk about brain power and how our decisions, every decision we make in a day requires brain power. So I really taken that on board. And when they spoke about that, I really reflected on when I used to be so organized, it was like I could take my best ready, energized self to work because I hadn't made many decisions already in the morning. And so for me, when I was in corporate, that would look like smoothie made, blitzed in the fridge, ready to go, lunch packed, All my breakfast would be packed, which I would have once I got to work, but it would all be packed in the fridge. I would have my bag packed with whatever I need for that day. If it was my gym gear, if I was doing a session at the work gym, if it was like laptop, any extra stuff, packed my handbag at the front door, even to the point of like my water bottle would be filled up and at the front door. So all I literally had to do in the morning was to wake up have a shower. My clothes would already be chosen. So I would choose what I was going to wear the night before that would be ready. So I didn't even have to decide what to wear. I just had to put the clothes on and I would do my makeup and I would get out the door. And so what that allowed, one was it allowed me time to do something positive in the morning, which at that stage when I was working corporate was listening to a podcast, which is why I got obsessed with podcasts and why I created the Healthy Hustlers. So that was my time to really bring that positive energy and to raise my vibrational energy so I could go to work on a really positive note. And it allowed me to really take control of the day. But once I left corporate and I started working from home and then I was pregnant, I had Georgia, I really lost a lot of that organization and I really started letting the mornings and my life take control of itself instead of me being in the driver's seat. And it had a really, really negative impact on my life and especially on my mindset. So that's why now I've re-implemented that as a non-negotiable and I've worked really hard this year on being organized in my life, in my home life. That was, you know, doing a lot of Steph Pays's organization hacks for like my pantry and my wardrobe, really decluttering the home all the way through to like meal planning, grocery shopping, and just all of those things that allow us to show up as our best self. So now that looks like meal planning. So I use Steph's meal planners, which I spoke about in the Dear Future Self episode with her when she gave a lot of her organization hacks. I use that meal planner every Sunday where I write out our meals for the week. And then I have a app called Lissonic, which Ryan and I can actually both share from it. So we both have the same app and I can share the shopping list. So once I've done the meal plan, I'll go through and do all of the grocery items that we need for the full week. So we buy every single thing on a Sunday and we make it a bit of a family outing where we get a coffee and some breakfast and all of that sort of stuff. And so then I know every single thing that I need for dinner and lunches and breakfast is in the fridge. 
and then packing everything the night before. So that's a big thing like breakfast, whatever I can do the night before in terms of like packing the bag for Georgia to go to Nan's or her mother, like her Nan, either of her Nan's or, you know, having our lunches organized, smoothies made, all of that. So I'm sharing that because I want you to think about what decisions can you make today that will positively serve you tomorrow. The more that you can make in the day before, the better you are going to wake up and have control of your next day, which then takes me to number two. And so this is setting intentions. So as I mentioned before, like when I had Georgia, I really started to let the morning take control of me. And if you follow me on Instagram, which is just my name, that's my like account that I share most stuff on, not on the the Healthy Hustles page, it's just a Madeline Crafter one. You would see that I talk a lot about morning affirmations. So when I first wake up, I say my three to four positive affirmations and then I set an intention for the day about how I want to feel, like how do I want my day to go? And that has been so powerful. I actually got that learning. It's a combination, the positive morning affirmations is actually a teaching from Gabby Bernstein. And then the setting intentions came from my coach, Olivia um, Jenkinson, who she always, she's so big on setting intentions. And it's been such a game changer for me to set that intention. And it feels like you just take control back of your day. And so the third one is then a mandatory 10 to 20 minutes of self-care or self-love every day. This is really not a big ask. When you think about how many hours we have in the day to give yourself 10 to 20 minutes of self-care and self-love, that is not a big ask at all. Self-love and self-care can be anything you want it to be, whatever makes you feel good, whatever fills up your cup. You know, that might be making a healthy dessert, taking a bath, reading a book, calling a friend who makes you laugh. Like it doesn't have to be complicated. It's just something that makes you feel good. So for me personally, at the moment, that is doing some morning stretches and meditation and then journaling. So I do all of these practices as one. So that's my kind of like 20 minutes all together. So I've been using the Steph Pays Write It Out journal for the stretching and the journaling components. And that's got a really good guides. Um, Steph's actually got like six or seven exercises in there, which are awesome. So I just do those stretches every morning. And then when it comes to my meditation, I do a guided meditation practice and I use either WellWeb or I just use one on Google, uh, YouTube. If it's something in alignment, like I'm doing a lot of work, as I've spoken to you before, around money mindset at the moment. So if I'm feeling a bit of lack mindset creeping with the money side of things, I will just do an abundance meditation. I'll just Google it on YouTube. But mostly, especially if it's my work day, the three days I work, I will always do a well web um, meditation. So there's some really beautiful ones there. There's a one by, oh, I'll link it in the show notes, but there's one that I'm loving. I've forgotten the teacher's name, but it's about your divine golden light. And I feel like, oh my goodness, it just sets the most beautiful energy inside me. So doing those practices, it completely ignites this like sense of positivity and control in my day. And it also really, really raises my vibrational energy and allows me to feel super abundant. So they're what I believe are three really 
quite easy, healthy habits, but they are my absolute non-negotiables. So like I said, anything on top of that, like having a nourishing breakfast and a healthy dinner, which are quite normal healthy habits to me, they're like added bonuses now because it's not like I need to consciously make those decisions because it's so much a part of my life. So one thing I find really helpful when it does come to creating new healthy habits is first to one, make sure that it's something that feels good to you and is in alignment for your own body and soul. So for me, I love rest. I don't necessarily love getting out of bed in the morning. So for example, if I was to set a new healthy habit of like trying to get up at 5.30 to exercise, it just wouldn't serve me. Like that doesn't actually make me feel good. Like I'm so exhausted by the middle of the day. I'm a projector when it's, you know, for into human design. So projectors need a lot of rest and they thrive from rest. So for me, that would not serve me. It doesn't align with my body or my soul. So instead, you know, for me waking up naturally and doing my stretches and setting those intentions, it actually makes me feel really alive and happy. So you need to figure out what actually feels good for you. Okay. I also find linking or like having a cue as a reminder for your healthy habits and when they come is really, really good step. So by that, I mean like linking something or having your cue for your next habit. The obvious one for me is that I wake up, my cue is to set my intentions and do my stretches. But then another one might be your habit of gratitude, like practicing your gratitude or saying your three things you're grateful for in the mirror or saying your affirmations. Like you might link that with brushing your teeth. So every time you brush your teeth, you might say your affirmations in the mirror, you know, looking at yourself, or you might say your three things that you're grateful for in your head. You know, meditation and journaling, the cue for that for me is either the start of my workday or as soon as Georgia goes down for her nap. And they're the moments that I just find it so much easier to commit to those practices because you have those cues or those things that you've linked it with. And then I also like to personally reward myself for doing those healthy habits with positive self-talk and appreciation for myself. So my love language is actually words of affirmation. And I guess I spoke about in my last solo episode about how to be your own hype girl. I use words of affirmation to almost reward and encourage myself. I would encourage you to make sure that you are rewarding yourself and you're reflecting on your growth and celebrating yourself, you know, that you're having, making these positive changes in your life because we need to celebrate and reward ourselves to be able to keep going. You know, those moments of reflection and being proud of how far you come are so, so important. So I know I've spoken a lot um, from my own personal experience today, but at the end of the day, that's what this, these episodes are about. They're about my own learnings. And so, you know, take them or leave them. It doesn't, this isn't gospel. You know, I'm also very aware that I'm not an actual expert when it comes to health. So these are just healthy habits that have really helped me with my mindset um, that I've been able to learn and grow from over the years. So as always, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I really hoped you get something out of it. Um, and let me know if you start doing some of these healthy habits and they're having a really positive impact on your life, please let me know. I love hearing from you. Um, you can always just reach out on Instagram. My DMs are always open at Madeline Carafa. And like I always say, I love connecting with you and 
and hearing how this podcast is helping you. So thank you again for joining me and for your time. I'm so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. I know listening to a podcast um, requires a lot of time and it's definitely not something I take for granted. So thank you for being here and I'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.